Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Flash on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Flash on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. Stay on Target Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> We're pirates. Arr. The Podcast. Um, this week, yes, episode was called Fallout. Oh yes, Fallout. We picked up right where the last one ended, which that is really was cool. cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, with the explosion mm-hmm. of Firestorm mm-hmm. and, and uh, the subsequent separation, yep, into two people, two people who share brainwaves. Super intense, man. And can now re-merge so, at will. Last week, whenever you asked, is that how Firestorm works? Yes. Where one mind controls the body and the other one's kind of buried. The answer, of course, as evidenced this week, is yes. I was wondering if they were turning it on its head because that's what they did. Because like normally, um, the person with the uh, body and not the brains has the body. And the person with the brains basically tells them what to do. So there's like these, uh, these times in the comics where firestorm will need to communicate some big scientific like thing to the team to like Superman and Batman and the justice league. But he can't because he has to go like relay it from the guy in the brain through the mouthpiece mm. to them, you know, to the person who doesn't have the brain. And then mm-hmm. that person has to tell them. So, I mean, it's like, there's that cool kind of uh, interplay. But that's not the case here. That wasn't the case last time, but now whenever they join, Ronnie has, you know, the, uh, that's the true. upper hand. Now. That's true. That's true. So, well, in terms of the fact that he's the one speaking and he's basically hearing the doctor's mind. Right. So now we're on track with where like the comics has people, but it is, it is the same situation where you have two people who are firestorm. Yeah. Um, and apart there these two kind of different people that share brainwaves. Yeah. So we've kind of quickly covered that. Um, let's talk about the more important reveal in this. Ooh. Oh yeah. You're talking about Harrison. Is that Harrison Wells is the reverse flash. <laughs> he is in fact the reverse flash. What is happening, dude? Dude, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, cause we don't know if it's, we, obviously we've established time travel now, um, with Barry and with, with that whole right. thing. And that was, okay. Okay. So last week we were talking about one of our criticisms was that we kind of had assumed and knew that Barry was, was there chasing, like fighting, uh, the reverse flash, yeah. um, the night that his mother died. Yeah. And they hadn't figured that out until last episode. That yeah. was the only thing that was weird about last episode. But this episode, whenever Barry kind of finds out, it hits home a little bit more because of the excellent performances of both him and Joe. Yeah. And so, like, that was that was fun. Um, you, you spoke of time travel. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't really like the way that they ex- try to explain time travel. In terms ha. of using Terminator as a good example of time travel. Oh, that's a bad example of time travel. Horrible example of time travel. Yeah. Like, it does not work in that situation. No, and it doesn't work in... Uh, I mean, honestly, anytime time travel is is done in the references that he picked, it n- neither of those times was it like... Yeah, Back to the Future is kind of like, oh, you got some weird inconsistencies <laughs> there. I like, I think they took more care yes. in like making sure that things were different and stuff like that, like, and how, how would this work than Terminator. Uh, right. that, that franchise well, and is just riddled it, with, with time travel problems. Yeah, and a lot of uh, Back to the Future was like trying to put things back the way they should have been. Right. Like when after you accidentally change something, right. uh, how how does the future, you know, need to be now? So I mean, it was it was uh, an exercise in 
basically getting things back to where they should have been. Yeah. And so that's the problem that we run into here is like that both of those scenarios, uh, one of them either didn't work and the other one, it was like, it ended up being a disaster because they changed something they didn't mean to. Right. I don't know. I mean, both examples, it's, it's really a hard, yeah. hard situation. Um, but that being said, like, I think it's cool that now that is the, that's been laid down as the goal. Like that's what Barry wants to move toward. He went like, he's like, I'm going to go back and save my mom, you yep. know? So, uh, that's really interesting. So something else that was really cool this episode that I, I enjoyed and I wanted to throw it out there as, as, uh, to see what you thought this episode, we didn't really have a, uh, traditional, I guess, uh, pacing and plot line that we've had on the show where you have, uh, kind of the freak of the week kind of uh, situation where somebody, you know, gets a power and we have to go deal with one person. This was kind of an ongoing of the main plot line mm-hmm. as well as the side plot line that we've been dealing with. So it's like both of the, of the, the through lines that we kind of dealt with here and there were the main lines, uh, plot lines in this episode. Right. And I liked it. It felt a lot better this time. Yeah. And it felt like they both fit. Um, I wonder if this is maybe where we're going to be going in the future, um, is more of this because you think about season one of arrow, uh, and they kind of did have like a, they had a name to cross off the list every episode and they had a, you know, they had one thing to do each episode and they kind of closed the book on each one for the first half of the first season. Right. And then it kind of broke out into this different thing. Yeah. So I'm wondering I mean, if maybe we're going under that route. I hope so because like we have to, you know, we can't continue down that, that road. Um, I mean, and honestly, it looks like you know with the previews. I don't know if you saw the previews for the next episode. No, uh, it looks like we're just gonna, we're going to deal with more of Harrison and the Reverse Flash, and um, looks like Star Labs is going to find out and stuff like that. And so, uh, like I think we're we're moving down a road where like a lot of things are revealed. Um, okay, so I just thought of this while we were, I was sitting here. Go with me on this. Okay, I'm strapping in, Chris. Barry's goal is to go back in time and try to save his mother. Yes. What if Harrison finds out, knows that if he does that, then he wouldn't become the Flash. Mm. So whenever he goes back into the past to save his mother, Harrison goes with him to make sure that she dies. And that that's what's happening there. And it's just a, it's just a, it's just a time loop that that happens every single, you know. That's very, very possible. So if, if Barry succeeds and doesn't, become the flash how would he then go back in time and save his mom exactly like there's it's a time paradox that's what i'm saying but like but something has to lead to them both being there and her dying i love that on this show like a lot of the (laughs) other a lot of other things that deal with time travel or whatever they kind of they ignore the other possibilities like they ignore like what you know and so i think on this show like whenever they brought up those other possibilities it's interesting um, and very, I guess, uh, very consistent on this show because they don't shy away from the weird science and the, yeah. you know, the, the science fiction basically. Um, but it's, we don't know how it's going to work out. Like this could be something completely different than we've ever seen. Right. Or there might just be some weird like holes in the, in the, the way the time travel works here. And the fact that they're just like, well, we really just don't know how this works. Yeah. It I mean, kind of explains it. I think they're going to explain it in some way because of the fact we've talked about how before 
how this show is very scientifically based, or at least has a reason, a quote-unquote scientific reason for everything. A science fiction reason, Chris. Right, but yes. like, you know, they explain the powers yeah. in a certain way and all this kind of stuff. And so like, but they and they don't have to do that. Like n- other superhero shows don't do that. They yeah. don't necessarily explain things, quote-unquote, scientifically. Right. And uh, and so like, I think... They don't tell you what's going on with the uh, superhero cells. Exactly. Yeah. So any any kind of time travel will be explained yeah. in some way. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see that happen. Yeah. And finally, you think that's going to be the, uh, is that the showdown that we're moving towards, uh, for the season finale? I mean, maybe I don't, you know, it, I don't know. Like it depends on how far are they going to take, uh, reverse flash as a villain. Like hmm. Harrison seems like he's a series regular right now. He does. I mean, he is, but is he going to forever be? This villain that is on the show every single week. I mean, they're going to find out. They're they're finding out. Yeah, like, they're going to find out. And at that point, like, do they battle? And then I don't know. Like, how how do you how do you operate at that point? Yeah, and how do you reconcile that character um, and still be on the team? Like, I mean, I, he can't be on the team anymore. N- no, and I mean, and once in they that find case, out, they can't operate out of Star Labs anymore. He owns Star Labs. This is true. That's a good point. And in in that instance, he's immediately got rogues he can set free. But the reason they're down there and the reason he put them in there is because they are working against whatever plans he has for Barry. And so, mm. I don't know. I mean, it's it, does he then try to turn them around and say, hey, I'll set you free if you... I don't know. Possibly I, because even this week we saw he was willing to let something bad happen to someone for I don't know what his reasoning was to like, keep keep Barry safe and to keep him on track. Right, and that's the thing. Like I, I don't really think that he is collecting these meta humans because out of concern for the city or humanity or because of like he because he's uh, um, altruistic, altruistic, but basically atoning for what he's done with the explosion. That's true. I think he's. He's going along with Barry in order to um, train him, somehow harness his power. We don't yeah. really know. I wonder if time travel is his end goal, um, and he wants to do something different with time travel than Barry does. That's possible. That's possible as well. Maybe erase some uh, something in his past or some event. Yeah, like it, it just come. It, it just raises the question: like, if you're the Reverse Flash, why at this point do you need, why do you need Barry? Like, is he just maybe he's he's fast, but he's not super fast right now. Yeah. Because obviously like the reverse flash that came and beat him up. Yeah. And put him inside the, I forgot the four free force field a few episodes ago. Like, yeah, that's not him currently. Obviously that's, it's gotta be a time traveling. And so he knows that he achieves whatever he achieves. Right. But he doesn't know when. And honestly, this, guy, gets there. this time he didn't look older. So, yeah. I mean, are we now dealing with current day, uh, Harrison and he just like fired up the suit for three seconds or whatever. Maybe. Oh, I mean, you're right. You could, we could be, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that's current day Harrison, but you're right. It could be reverse flash from the future or something like that. Yeah. It also explains that a newspaper, which we haven't seen in a long time. Like it's just a, it's a newspaper that reverse flash brought back from the future that changes depending on, um, what happens between now and then. That's true. It's kind of like early edition. Yeah, well, like, and Gideon, the computer, like, looks it up and stuff, and so he says, look for any mention of the, you know, the, and he can't find, so I don't know, man, this is, uh, that's interesting, because he's working towards some future date, so I don't know if he's wanting to go back in time and change anything, but 
he's got to be like he's working towards something. He's got yeah. an end goal. We just don't know what it is yet. Right. That's intriguing. What do you think of Gorilla Grodd? Holy cow! I'm excited for that. And is that general is dead? I guess. Which is good. I don't. I don't like him anyway. I didn't like him anyway. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of. He was, he was kind of a jerk. Yeah. I don't. This is the thing. I like. I, I don't understand why in this show and in Arrow, it's illegal for the army to operate on American soil. At least be just make it some shady or government organization. Don't say it's the U.S. Army. Like yeah. that's just so un, so unrealistic. Well, and yeah, I don't know. Like, cause like Arrow has Argus and things like that that they can like fall back on. Where it's like, oh, we're just operating. You could fall back but, on that in, in yeah, Flash too. That's what I'm saying. Is like you could easily call this Argus or or something. But they don't. Is but what they I'm don't. Saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they don't. Um, I do know that we've talked about it before where it's like, okay, if this stuff happened to the, I don't know that like the, the DC universe and even in the comics and stuff, it's a wilder world than, uh, than we have today. And it's like the, <laughs> what the government can and can't do is very much, um, broader. Well, like they I, can do a lot more things. I also think it was funny, you know, like firestorm explodes outside the city. Yeah. And it's basically a, a nuclear blast happens outside the city. No one in Starling City is upset or, or concerned. you mean Central City. Central City, sorry. No no one's concerned. There's I no was, news trucks. No, and even at the paper where or is it a paper or is it a news channel? It's a paper where Iris works. What's it which if we're gonna put her in a uh in some sort of a <laughs> in some sort of a news job, we pick the most like antiquated uh, yeah, medium sure. possible. Yeah, it's like she goes from being on the edge of technology as a blogger, <laughs> and uh, it, where news is immediate to the the newspaper. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, for to sure. Me. Well, I, mean, I just think it's, it's funny in the futuristic central city that we've established that the newspaper is still a deal. You know, so they, there's this huge nuclear blast, and then what's what is the newspaper concerned with? Oh, what's going on at Star Labs? Yeah, and uh, and yeah, firestorm, you know, and, you know, and uh, Iris getting attacked yeah. in the coffee shop. This so <laughs> now funny. I hadn't thought about that. Now I'm getting more and more um, upset by the fact that Barry has not told Iris what's going on because That's becoming more of a concern. It's it's not. Yes, it's a concern as far as the the plot goes and Barry and what she's going to do. She's going to now like try to like figure out what's happening at Star Labs. She'll figure it out, and by that point, it'll probably be too late or something like that. You know, something will happen. What I don't like is the fact that it's such an obvious, obvious just plot point that the writer's just writing her, writing this situation so that it's inevitable, but it shouldn't be like that. You know, like, he should have told her. He probably would have told her in real life like I feel well, like even he, as his, his character goes right now, it's like, okay, you saw the awkward moment. And while it was a really fun moment, the awkward moment with him and Iris and, uh, and Joe and, uh, Oh, it's Ronnie. Uh, so like you saw that awkward moment and that was, that was fun, but it's like, you get enough of those and it's like Barry as his character would tell her like he, right. he would have to, because I mean, he came clean about, about having feelings for her. And at that point, he knows that she has this obsession with the Flash. That's true. And if he just tells her, I'm the Flash, he has her. She, well, he, she is, at that point, his girlfriend. And not only that, like, uh, not only does, do, like, but then she's in the team. And it's like, okay, what danger can she be put in right now? It's like, she, it was more dangerous uh, back earlier in the season. But at this point, right mm-hmm. now, it's not that dangerous. And well, she, if, if she knows there's really no danger to her um, one way or the other, 
And I think that was the rationale for not telling her. And I think maybe now the only reason to not tell her is because you haven't told her yet. Yeah. It's... And that's, that's a, like, that's an illogical double negative reason. So they need to tell her. Um, but you're right. I'm not sure they will because it seems like it's it's kind of uh, if they do this, it's going to kind of be disappointing because it's you know, it's obvious. Right. But it's, it seems kind of obvious that they're leading her to some sort of a conflict where she either ruins something or she gets hurt in the process or of herself into out. a lot of trouble. Yeah, you know, there's going to be something there. Um, because it seems like it would be a good idea for them to have somebody in the media uh, to know and to be able to kind of help out with that. Or cover you know? it up or, you know, whatever. Right, yeah, no, you know, spin spin the story however yeah. they need. It almost seems like Harrison would want that too, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, we've talked about her, the mishandling of her character before, and that continues. I so. mean, she just has, you know, like she, it's like they try to, like, she has this tenacity and she's going to figure this out. And but just the like, writers have never given so her that. Stupid. Just so stupid. Like, yeah. why is she now obsessed with this? But like the, and, and go talk to Joe or Barry, who right. you have relationships with, and try to figure it out. But and just lay it out, you know, just yeah. ask. Um, but the thing is, like it, her character, they've they've constantly had her character being manipulated by people, by other characters, and now she's being manipulated by this 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 veteran dude, creepy guy at the uh, reporter. Yeah, this creepy reporter at, at the newspaper, and so her characters again just. They haven't established her as a character that I really care about or want to know more about, despite the fact that in episodes one and two, I absolutely loved her character. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think they've kind of mishandled it from that point on. And so I hope that that, that fixes itself. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, Gorilla Grodd, though. Super pumped. I oh, don't yeah. know how that, how does that work into any of this? I, how, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, but I'm super excited. I think, uh, I really hope they, uh, they bring his character out, and I really hope that he is a big, big, big threat to uh, Central City at some point uh, along the way. I don't understand Harrison's motivations and knowing where he's at, but not do. I don't know. Like I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I mean, he wants. I don't know what Harrison. Yeah, again, I have no idea what his motivations are. We just know that he's some. You know, he's he's got greater plans, and that they're they can't be good. No. They can't be good for anyone. Nope. Unless they are. Maybe. <laughs> um, I mean, good motivation still doesn't negate the fact that he's murdered a few exactly, people. Yeah. So. He's definitely a bad dude. Oh, he's definitely, a, at the very least, a morally bankrupt person. Yes. But, uh, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah. He may be operating under a greater good situation. Yeah. And that, you know, that's, the, that's his character in a nutshell, too, is that right. he, uh, he seems like a good guy. Right. But then he does these crazy things that are just terrible. Right. Um, let me see. Was there anything else on this episode that we wanted to, to, to talk about? I think that's all I have. I think that was about everything. The music was amazing on this episode. I didn't want to throw that out yeah. there. I mean, it's always great on Flash. <laughs> that's true. Um, there was a couple of key moments where it was really nice. Um, let me see. Yeah, I really think that, that was about all that I had. Do you have any quotes? I do have quotes. Do you want to do uh, How Many Boots this episode oh, yeah, yeah. first? Um, I'll give it three and a half. I'll give it a good three and a half nodding towards four, but not quite all the way to four. Like mm-hmm. if I could give this, it would be 3.8 boots. Mm. That's just super okay. specific. That's really weird. <laughs> That's, it's yeah. all right though. It's cool. That's the, the system because it's based on boots. It <clears throat> gets away from us every yeah, once in yeah, a while. Yeah. Just, <laughs> all right. Anyway, so we've got some quotes. We've got Cisco 
wherever they're in the room. And he says, man, he says, this is some twilight zone level stuff. And I say that knowing full well, we have a guy locked up in our basement who can turn himself into poison gas. And then Ronnie says, really? And uh, Cisco says, dude, that was like week three, (laughs) which is really funny because it was week three. It was episode three. Right, right, right. Um, Let me see. All right. And then we have the the general. I can't remember his name, but the general. (laughs) The general. Uh, who, uh, who says, thank talking to Harrison. He says, thanks to you. It's the dawn of a new age, Harrison, the cold war, the war on terror. They'll all seem like cavemen fighting with sticks when those two join together with them with firestorm, mm-hmm. which like, I don't understand what his plan really was with firestorm. Was it just to create another one? Yeah. It was to, it was to create uh superpowered soldiers, super soldiers. Man, that'd be creepy, dude. That'd be so bad. Yeah. Bad news for everyone. Yeah. Um, let me see. Let me skip down. And we have Ronnie who says, uh, let me see. Where is this one at here? All right. He says, Kate, you were right. The world's different now. I thought we could go away with starting a new life and normal life together, but there is no normal life for us. You always risk your life trying to uh, help people. And I will always be the guy who runs into the pipeline to save you. Mm. I liked their relationship this episode, man. That was, that was really refreshing because I really like, um, her and this episode, it was nice to see Robbie ML portray Ronnie and not be, uh, the other guy, like the two people in one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to see him unconflicted and as Ronnie Raymond. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. And then we have the last one. We have uh, Barry talking to Joe, and Barry says, I don't know how, I don't know when, but one day soon I'm going to be in this house again, 15 years ago, and I'm going to fail. Unless this time I don't. Knowing that I'm supposed to lose gives me the advantage. Those pictures are a lesson in what not to do. Whenever I face off against the, whenever I face off against the man in yellow, I won't make the same mistakes twice. And Joe says, "You're going to change the past." And Barry says, "I'm going to save my mom." It's a good, mm-hmm. good one, man. That like that cool. moment, just yeah, it was a cool way to oh, end the so episode. Good. Really cool. So good, dude. Um. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. You can find our Arrow podcast, Arrow on Target, and our main podcast, Stay on Target, at stayontargetpodcast.com, on iTunes, and now on Stitcher. Stitcher! Yep. Um, uh, got some cool stuff this week. Lots of uh, you know news and a pick of the week and stuff like that on our main podcast. Yeah, we talk about uh, we talk about The Order 1886 yes, and, do. Uh, and what do short video games... Um, like, are they still good if they're short? Yeah, that's still true. worth your sixty bucks. Yes. Um, we also uh, we t- we talk about the latest episode of Arrow, which was amazing, and you should definitely listen to that podcast over there. That's it for this week. Oh wait, you can find us on Twitter at Chris Wright two five zero and John Wright seven 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 and at Stay on Target Pod. That was really. Creepy. I was intentionally going slow because you went really really fast. <laughs> oh yeah yeah. Uh, this is for, the Flash podcast. We should, we, we should talk do really it fast, fast sometime. as we can. We should talk really fast sometime. Yeah, really really fast. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Flash Flash on on Target. Target.